This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC. It is before Shabbat, before Shabbat, before Shabbat, before Shabbat on Friday, August 5th, 2022. And we are back now in the beginning for part two of the discussion because this is a type of movie where you just can't get everything all out there in a first part. And we are now past the part... Turn down, baby. Turn down. We're now... We're now past the part where he realizes he has a daughter and they have to get away from that area there where she lives. And we're going to start off now discussing now um, with spoilers. Uh, so if you haven't seen, uh, again, spoiler alert. So um, we're now, the, the whole island, the island third act, uh, the island base, the whole climax there. What'd you make of the island and climax stuff? Okay, well, before before that, what's up with the before Shabbat, before Shabbat, before Shabbat? Like, what's up? Why do you keep saying that? Like, right, because... I care uh, because I'm Why not. Why does it matter for the right, podcast? Right, because I don't. I don't want to record on Shabbat, so I'm just uh, including that this is still Friday, but before Friday night, so uh, that I could. Yeah, so people don't think you're. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Now you understand. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. okay. So the whole island scene, like we the climax island part. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to talk about the climax yet. So we're still talking about his fight and stuff. Okay. Sure. Fighting. We're fighting. Left off, right? Okay. So I I don't like the fact that he doesn't use any jiu-jitsu no judo no jiu-jitsu no actual mma it's all just like street fighting kind of like yeah you know you like chokes the dude out or whatever it's like dude come on you're you're a freaking secret agent like you literally have hand-to-hand training and hand-to-hand experience and in 2022 all these movies now they all have even like the most bullshit movies they all have some type of mma in it Right, so he doesn't use any MMA. I wanted to see him like do an arm bar or like a you know a leg like some kind of like leg leg thing or something. So like, in other words, like so, it, so, something where like it's actual MMA. In other words, the uh, fighting aspects could have been way way more, better. Way. Like, dude, it's ridiculous. Um, I, the only thing that kind of like saved it was the fact that he dude he blew his like his eye out with the EMP watch. That that I thought that was totally freaking fun. And yeah, uh, and then yeah, the the one liner that he said after that happened. Yeah, the so one liner was just kind of like I mean, like dude. Uh, yeah, so that that kind of saved it. Other than that, um, it's like supposed to be like I a garden. Still don't understand why he let himself die. Mm-hmm. Why? Why did he let him die? Can you explain that to us? So there's some Turn sort it down, of Abby. Turn it down. Okay. They were explaining about like they were explaining about throughout the movie, beginning, middle, and end about like these uh, nanobots and the, and nanobots go in DNA in the people's skins that they're that the, the weapon gets onto the person, so right. people will die when they get that in their system. Well, yeah, but it's DNA specific to their DNA. Yeah, to their DNA. So right. whoever has it specific to their DNA, when they have that, they're gonna they're gonna die or hurt other people by being near them. Right. So why did he let himself die? Because um, if he would have got on the base and survived, if he t- touched his girlfriend or, 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 or daughter, they would get killed by the, the by him having it. Oh, uh, okay. That's kind of what I figured, but I just want to make sure. Okay. So that didn't make sense because he literally could have quarantined himself. They literally could have... Right, yeah, exactly. They literally could have killed the nanobots. They could have sent... I mean, yeah, obviously, like right. in reality, I'm like, dude, if they're nanobots, if they created these nanobots, they could easily... The virus or whatever them. the thing is... They could have killed the virus. They literally could have injected them some kind of nanobot killer, some kind of other nanobot right. that was literally okay. attacked these other nanobots. I mean, dude, right. it's right. ridiculous. Exactly. He right. didn't have to die. No. Oh, yeah, I'm going to die and never see my daughter again because I can't. So don't freaking touch her. You can wear a freaking like a suit or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it was ridiculous. Or they could have like altered his nanobots in, inside of his body to, you know, you know what I mean? Like to like alter their, you know what I mean? They could have done a lot of shit. 
That's why I didn't understand because he had kissed her right before she left. So that's, I right, that's, that's true. That's right. He kissed yeah, her right yeah, before. Yeah, but I think but, that's what I couldn't understand. But I think it was like after they fought, he and uh, Safin fought. I think that's when Safin actually infected him. That's what I think he happened. I think that's what I understood. Like he hadn't yet contracted the Heracles. Go, real quick, go into a little more detail about why you think this is actually on par or the same level as GoldenEye. Oh, so the reason is, I'll explain it. I just thought it was it was cool because the the plot itself was what what was what made it cool. Like Goldeneye, the whole reason I like Goldeneye so much is the plot. It's the fact that again, if we go back to Goldeneye, sorry guys, I don't mean to like go off topic too much, but the plot was amazing. Goldeneye. I mean, other than the acting was good too. You know, a lot of cool stuff to do, but the plot is what made it killer. That's what did it for me. It was the fact that his old partner turned out to be his, like, the, the arch villain, basically, and, like, the egg Oh, they used to be friends, and then... And they used to be friends, and then all this shit, like, the backstory where, like, his parents were... They're both with their because parents. Because in GoldenEye, when he had his friend be the partner and then enemy, that, before the before all that, that was, never, that was never done before. It was different. Yeah, exactly. Well, there was a lot to it. Yeah, like, Oromov... Yeah. Uh, he died, by the way, the actor that played. Oh yeah, in real life. Yeah, uh, he life. passed away. I think yeah. it was like a few of them did. A few of the guys did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was just awesome, and that's what I liked about this one. The plot was what what made it so good. What, which which like, part? Oh, which parts? Which parts? The plot. Exactly. Well, the fact that you know they have this top secret freaking bioweapon, right. and the fact that this this psychopath, whatever, like every move, every Bond villain, like is a freaking psychopath. So it's not like we're like reinventing the wheel here, you know. But, uh, you know what I mean? But like this, just it just it's just another psychopath. Like it's it's every Bond movie does some psychopath villain that's trying to take over the world or some kind of crazy scheme. Some, some, always some weird shit. Other people that. also thought that Safin was a weak villain. Can you go into more details about why he was a weak villain for you? For you, as Safin? As, I don't necessarily think he was a not too weak, weak, but like villain. But you uh, did like that he kind of overarched Blofeld as the new guy. Yeah, the, yeah, I, I really like that part. He became like the apex predator. Apex predator. Uh, I like to think of like that. I don't know if I'm using the right term here, but that's the term I like to use because every movie is it's like an apex, apex villain, apex predator kind of thing. And here it's like in this in this whole like universe, the James Bond universe. There's always some apex predator. Basically. I got a question uh, again, yeah. uh, not to get too off topic because yeah. you, you know Goldeneye has been around so long, twenty five years or so. Um, oh no! Oh, Goldeneye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goldeneye. Oh, I I, yeah, I'm leading, leading yeah, into yeah. the question. I'm leading yeah. into this question. This movie, the twenty fifth one, that when that, that was the seventeenth, that was uh, ninety five. Uh, this one, twenty twenty thirty year twenty thirty. 20, 30 years later from now, how do you think people are going to remember and feel about No Time to Die when it's like 20, 30 years later? Because, it's, it's, again, it's very different from the other movies. Like, how do you think 20, 30 years later the legacy so, of this movie is going to be? man, I have a lot of opinions on that. I, I could really go on for hours. A few, go on But I'm going to try to keep it short. Okay. So. As, com- you know. Because this, this is fresh in people's yeah, minds. This one, um, like, so, we'll have to see how culture changes, how, you know, culture changes and how what Bond movies they make, if they make anymore. I mean, I'm sure they'll make it because this franchise is always going to make money, right? And the whole reason... Yes, at the, end of, at the end of the movie, when the movie officially ended and they showed the black credits, at the very end of the black credits, it did, like every other time, still said, James Bond, those four words, James Bond will return. Just as a rebooted new actor, younger, but yeah, uh, even though he died at the end, yeah, well, spoiler uh, I'm glad you finally saw it for it, by the way. Because so I, I, you have to... I, one quick thing. The old me... 
the old me would ruin these movies for people if they haven't seen it yet. But the new, better, improved version of me, I let people see it first. So I kept, I had to keep all the spoilers away. That's why we, I wanted you to see it so much so that we could actually go into details. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Fine, that's fine. So, so at the end of the black credits, it said no, four words: James yeah, yeah. Bond will return. So yes, it will come back. Hopefully, hopefully sooner than later. It depends on what movies they make. Like how? What do you, what, would, what would you want to see in a Bond twenty six? The next one. Oh, the next I mean, one. To make it different and not more I fun. Want, I actually want to see that new actress. I think she's like a really cool... Do you mean, um, which one? Uh... Are you talking about Diane Diarmas or something else you about? No, the oh. new Bond. The, not the new Bond. The new 007. I want to see her. She's actually pretty cool. I like her. But I, I, don't, I don't want her to I'm be... I'm not into politics. I don't, I don't think she's oh. woke or anything. I don't want her to be Bond, though. Bond's a male. A male character. I mean, it's whatever. It's 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 your opinion. Right. I don't think it really matters if it's about the gender. It, yeah, the gender or freaking. I mean, for all I care about, it could be a freaking LGBTQIA <laughs> the freaking alpha, the uh, half monkey, half dog, <laughs> fucking hybrid. I don't really but when, don't care. Oh, I, gotta, I, I don't got a question. Fucking alien. Right. I, I got a question about that. I yeah. Gotta, I just, so when when Ian Fleming. When Ian Fleming, the, you know, the author of all this stuff, this stuff, when he wanted it to be a, a British, a British male, like why are you saying the female part? I'm just curious. Why do you say female's okay when Ian Fleming met it as a male? Well, Ian Fleming was like, dude, he was like a hundred years ago. I mean, not right. literally. Right, I'm right. joking. Right. Like, he was well, like, no, actually, you're right. right. He was born in like 1908 and passed yeah, away. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he yeah, was. But, I mean, we're talking about like World War One, World War Two. Uh, are you saying culture, in Are I you mean, saying in Bond twenty six? Uh, he meant it to be is not what it's become. Right. Are you saying in Bond twenty six that that actress should or something should be Bond again as double seven? No, I'm not saying. Or? I'm saying this specific actress. Oh, I the like actress her. itself. I'm not saying it should be a female. She isn't a Marvel. Be a male. You were talking about Marvel before. She actually is in a Marvel movie as well. Who does she play? She's like the friend of another. Uh, she's a friend of Miss Marvel in that Marvel movie with that Bria Bria Larson. She oh, was in that Brie Larson Marvel movie. One of the pilots? Yeah, the pilots, yeah. Uh, she had that pilot part, that. yeah. I did not recognize her. Yeah, I'm okay. not into Marvel movies, but I know that she was in that movie with her before the Bond movie. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, man, I just like her character. Oh, just I don't necessarily her. like the actress. I don't just really know much. Character. I like her character. I like how she plays that tough girl, hyper-masculine female. Like, oh. I just think it's... It's not, it's not necessarily funny, but I just think it's interesting because she's literally fucking masculine as shit. Yeah, she's like hyper masculine, yeah. and she's a female, and I think it's interesting to watch this female being hyper masculine, uh, being a double O agent, and being super macho, and actually she can actually move pretty well. Like I like her, I like her, like her actual like her martial arts. You know the way she right fucking, that fight like, drop kicks, the kind of like drop yeah. kicks that bitch. Speaking of character scientists, like, I just thought oh, it was funny with what you did there. That's good. Speaking of more character wise stuff, who are some more of your who are your least who are some of your least favorite characters in the movie and and, and characters you liked? Let's go with least first. What are your least least, char- favorite? least favorite characters in the movie? I think Q was boring as fuck. Yeah, she was, I thought was the Cyclops guy was boring as fuck. I think the fact that they had this little kid in there was boring as fuck. Mm. Okay, good point for all those. All right, and other uh, than that. It was. I don't really not like anyone. Okay. I think everybody else was All pretty right. good. I really like Leah. Leah Sedu. Dude, I like that chick, man. She's I really in, uh, like yeah, her. I like pretty, her character. Her character and- she's super feminine, mm. and she really kind of plays on Bond's. Mm. You know, like as Bond's wife, girlfriend, whatever. She really plays because Bond is hyper masculine, right? He's right. super macho. He's always been super macho. He's not supposed to be not macho. And she's super feminine. And I think they just like, they pair Bond so well as a couple in the movie 
I just think it's ridiculous how well they again the on. very first uh, to me every time you see a movie for the very first time whatever the movie is no matter what movie it is for me the very first time is the best time because it's your very first time so you're you're seeing it for the first time if you watch right. a thing for a second third or fourth time it's not exactly the same experience as seeing it for that very first time so when I saw it the first time with my mom and, for, and I saw the second time by myself uh I didn't know whether or not she was going to be deceiving, betraying him or not, because I I didn't, you know. Well, no, I I I was a hundred percent certain that she hadn't betrayed him. Okay. I was just trying to figure out what the hell was going on because he was so sure that she had betrayed him. Like, oh my god, I, nobody else can know where I am. There's no possible way that anybody else could have known where I am except for this one chick. Like, really, I think, like, I you think, don't you don't think there's people out there who actually want to hurt you right. because you've been around for like the last forty years just knocking people. I off. think I think story you know, wise, on, I think story wise, I think story wise. The reason they did that is to give it more of an emotional thing to keep this sto- and have the story about them back later on to have it all connect, uh, okay. possibly as reason for that. But like you said, with um, the fighting and how I saw that, um, there's a lot of um, no all movies have have this, but there's a lot of plot holes and plot conveniences for different stuff to happen with some of the stuff going on. A lot of plot holes and plot conveniences to keep the story to to make you know like to make the story go along. They'll say, oh, that was convenient that um, let's say that was convenient that his vehicle was. Um, both times stopped and she, he needed the other 007 to go in another vehicle in and, and, uh, all, and all that kind of different stuff. Different things that like, oh, they, this makes that, that makes them go to the next scene pretty quick. They, they solve that pretty Not Not whole, but tw- conveniences and twists. Conveniences so and twists. you, you said you do like them? Or you no, I'm saying like, like that, like, uh, the, uh, the movie had a lot of stuff that it was convenient to, to have how it all happened and I, it's hard to explain. But, um, Okay. So we're back I just back. don't know what you're saying. It's hard to, it's not, hard to, I don't understand what it's you're hard to explain a bit. It's, it's, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't explain it too well. But uh, back to the the, the main, uh, the island base and the whole climax more. What do you think? We already talked about that. So um, Yeah, that's what I think of it. I thought, I didn't understand it. That's what I That's what I think of it. I did not understand what the hell happened. What was with the missile, with the missile silo or whatever, with the lock? Daniel Craig's James Bond ordered the missiles to go off. Yeah, why did he have to open the missile, like the missile base? Oh, yeah, the opening it for some reason. Yeah, again, again. Well, I didn't understand reason. that part. Damn. I didn't understand why. What was up with Heracles? He was going to launch Heracles all over the place? Or well, he was just going to get it off the island? And Well, that, that's a project M had for like 10 years or something. No, I'm saying like Safin. Like, what right. did he want? Oh, I don't know Heracles? exactly either. That's he was why manufacturing they... Heracles yeah, yeah. there. Yeah. But what was he planning on doing? I think he was it? trying to kill millions of people with it or something. And who was he trying to kill? That I also don't understand. He had like certain enemies he wanted to kill because Heracles he had, is very DNA specific. He had, he so had a beef. He had I, I, he didn't like Blofeld. He, Safin had a well, beef. Well, he already had killed everybody at Blofeld, right? right. So right. what was he going to do? Kill what people are related? Yeah, like, it's a, yeah, it's like confu- in the same like that. I didn't understand. Yeah, that was confusing. I didn't honestly. understand his character, dude. Yeah. Like I did not understand what his plan was. Right. Just kill off random people. Like who was yeah, he going to kill? His plan was this? not very. His, yeah, that's true. His plan was not very like clear, right? Clear. Very clear. And then how the hell did he finance all this shit? That's right. the other part of the understand. So Bloodfold was like literally a billionaire or whatever. He like inherited a bunch of money from his parents because he killed them or whatever, right? But, so that part I understood. Right? But how did Safin Saf, finance all this shit? Because these mercs cost a lot of money. Right. We're not talking about like minimum wage jobs. We were talking about, you know... Like right. literally millions speaking of dollars. Of, speaking, um, speaking of speaking of any, uh, I know you only saw it the one time so far. Speaking of any quotes, were there outside that one one liner that you mentioned with the eyeball thing? Were there any quotes between par- quotes in the movie that's still well, out Can there? you explain the stuff that I was just asking? You oh, about? sure, sure. Which part? Yeah. Like what I just asked you. Like how how did you find us all this shit? Oh yeah, like, it's like no one it? really understands. It's like he didn't. His plan for everything was very not. Um, didn't people? 
he did. He did. It wasn't made very clear to the audience what was with the plot, with the with the uh, play and everything. It wasn't very clear. Like they didn't explain what his motivations and things were very clearly for people, which is why people were confused about that with him. It happened. It wasn't very, like you said. It was, did with the way it, it just didn't make any sense. What was he trying to do? Basically, no one really knows. They right, didn't make right. that clear in the plot and the story. How so yeah. So that, that's what I think about like the the towards the end and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the, the bombs that they dropped, so those, I think, were cluster bombs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with the way they spread, like one big bomb spread into smaller bombs, those are called cluster bombs as far as I know. Um, and I still don't understand how cluster bombs would really do any damage to the inside of the island. Those bombs are made for, uh, just so you guys know, like from what I know, I'm not, and if you guys, if anybody disagrees with me or if you know better, please let, let, let us know because... I know basic armament, uh, basic ammunition and stuff. I don't know a lot about um, ammunition, about bombs and missiles and stuff. So if they were going to destroy the island, they had they would have had to not nuke it, but they would have had to do some some kind of like pen like some kind of dead like penetrating bomb, something that would actually like go into the ground and go underneath. Does that like something like they use when they when they killed Saddam Hussein or when they killed his sons? They uh they launched it was I think it was a does this tube. um does this go back to realistic versus non realistic yeah yeah, yeah, oh, yeah this yeah, does this yeah. has to do a lot with it that's what part I didn't understand so not to go off topic but when uh when we killed uh Uday or Uday or whatever and the other kid when uh when we killed uh, Saddam's sons the way they did it I think it was a B two bomber I don't remember if it was a B two or which bomber. But it was a uh, super whatever. Anyway, bottom line is they they had a um, it was a lieutenant colonel and a major. I think it was a lieutenant colonel and a major that uh, flew that mission. And the way they killed the the Saddam's sons was they had a bomb that actually went through the whole concrete barrier and stuff, and it actually went like I think it was like a, like a couple of hundred feet through the concrete and everything. Like it penetrated through everything and then it then detonated right. So the way I understand it with like ammunition and uh, armament and stuff, those cluster bombs wouldn't really do any damage to the actual like factory itself because everything was under underground, right? So I still don't understand why they did that whole thing with the cluster bombs. They 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 should have either nuked it or they should have uh, even nuking it really wouldn't have done that. Like again, it would have. I mean, it would have had. I don't know. Nuking once it would have like penetrated through everything. It would have. Maybe it would have been more because when you remember when you launch a nuke, a nuke doesn't really um, you don't let a nuke drop all over the ground. A nuke a nuke detonates all in in the kind of in the air, and it you know and it it's not meant to detonate like right at ground level, right? So they would have had to use some kind of bomb that actually would penetrate through the concrete, through everything, whatever they had down there, and then it would have had to detonate, right? Those cluster bombs would just kind of basically like burn everything on the surface. They wouldn't really destroy the factory. That's why I also, I, I didn't really didn't understand that. And the fact that all the Bond movies for the most part, they never, he has never has a team going with him. We're talking about an old five, right? A freaking commander. So what the hell is a commander doing a solo mission, putting his life on the risk without a that's backup actually- team that's that, actually. That's it actually. Just, it doesn't make any sense. That's actually. That's that. actually a really. I'm, I'm, I can't remember why I still say it. That's actually a really good point right there because I actually did a, a, a recent episode not too long ago called um, "Fictional Spies: Why I Like Ethan Hunt More Than James Bond," and I go into more detail about right. that exact thing. Okay. Where how, where how Ethan Ethan Hunt likes to always have a team, right, but James exactly. Bond is like he never has a team with him. Yeah, like I never understood that. I mean, he just goes in by himself, you know. So if you guys haven't already checked it out yet, that's fictional spies. Why I think Ethan Hunt well, fictional spies. Why I think Ethan Hunt is better than James Bond. Yeah, James Bond isn't really a spy movie, bro. Yeah. 
Ethan, I mean, James Bond is a action flick, mm-hmm. yeah, assassin, yeah, yeah. spy, jack of all trades kind of guy. It's not really a spy move franchise in the first place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's not technically a spy. He's technically he's an assassin. Just mm-hmm. so you guys know, that's right. assassin actually, assassin actually. Yeah, double O seven is any double O agent is is. His main job is to assassinate people, to to do hit jobs. Like, you know what I mean? His job is not to spy. He's yeah. not an intelligence officer. Right. Even though he's trained an and MI6 is an intelligence uh, organization, it is literally MI6. It's like military intelligence six or whatever. There's MI5, like there's the MI6, quote. there's different military. We have Americans have the CIA, A- we have the CIA. After the commercial break, we're going to go into any quotes from the movie you liked outside of that one one line of the eye. But... Um, we're going to do quotes soon in the second half. Um, I don't remember many quotes. No quotes, then we'll come up with a No, questions. no, I'm not saying I just oh. don't remember many oh, okay. quotes from the Well, guys, we're going to come back to talk more about No Time to Die, Bond 25 with Ilya, part two, coming out more soon. Okay. But we're going to segue, we're gonna segue quick to a quick commercial break. Okay. okay. All right, I'll be right back. All right. Hey, Abby, you having fun? If you haven't if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me explain. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platform. The mo- then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place that you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. I personally have been enjoying creating original and memorable podcasts, which are listened to in over 50 different countries and counting. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor application or go to anchor.fm to get started. You'll be glad that you did. And we are back in the second half now of part two. We are talking about No Time to Die, Bond 25, with my friend and co-host Ilya, who finally got a chance to see it for the very first time. He's going to need a second, third, and fourth viewing to to really get things he missed the first time. He considers it about on the same on-par level as Goldeneye, at least in his opinion. But we have other different um, opinions on... How we see the movie, which I liked his opinions, how, how they're different to mine in different ways, about different ways, um, of all kinds, of all kinds of ways for, um, opinions about the way. Like, he didn't really see wokeness in it, but I did, and other types of things that we had a bit disagreements about. So I like the different opinions. And so we're gonna now talk about, um, we're gonna talk about, um, any other parts of the movie, any, any other aspects of, any other aspects of, any other, any other aspects about the movie that we haven't yet already covered? Um, any things that we haven't yet already discussed, which we'll think we'll think about things to keep the discussion going for. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 okay, that's fine. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Okay, uh, so we're back from the commercial break. Um, we're gonna have. Um, hopefully, we'll have all the thoughts and opinions. Hopefully, we'll have all the opinions. Oh, you guys, there. Hopefully we'll have all our clear thoughts and opinions of Elias' thoughts completed at the end of part two, and then after part two is done, then after part two is done, he and I had both recently separately seen. Yes, 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 oh, yeah. so you he and I. <laughs> okay. 
he and I both separately seen recently another, which which I consider the way better movie of the two, um, Top Gun 2 Maverick, the second movie in Top Gun, which finally came out 36 years later. I think it was not woke. I think it was a whole lot more entertaining and more fun than what we got with all this stuff with No Time to Die. So at the end of part two, if, if we complete all of No Time to Die by Mountain 25, clearly, of all the thoughts and opinions, we're going to be directly following the next podcast, Top Gun 2 Maverick with Alien Movie Discussion. Okay, we're back. So... No Time to Die, Bond 25. What are any parts of the movie, in any way, shape, or form, that we haven't yet already discussed about it, that we we could go into more detail, or other parts about it with? What are the parts... What did you think of the movie? What are your thoughts? Uh, Other than that... So... I gotta think about that for a second. Okay, sorry. Like I said, I don't... I really didn't like the fact that the, the military ops, the combat ops, were, in my opinion, not very realistic. I agree. I agree with that part. Um... There was no like, like I said, like if you guys watch The Rock, it's literally one of my favorite movies. That is to me very accurate, in my opinion, or or close to accurate, or close to accurate as far as military movies go. Um, that's one of my. That would be like an example of like where combat ops were actually pretty realistic or somewhat realistic, at least for a movie, anyway. Not, I don't know, but um, so the the combat ops were like completely unrealistic. Uh... What else do I think of this movie? The kid I didn't like. The oh, you mean, oh, you mean like the daughter? Chase. Are you talking about like the daughter? Well, yeah. Like, or I like the daughter. I'm not saying anything about, against the kid. I'm just saying the fact that they introduced the kid right. to the a James Bond yeah, right. movie. Like, yeah, I've was, never, that was a strange choice. I have not seen a, a movie where there was yeah. a kid involved. That was just was our choice, yeah. Um, like, the stupid fucking car chase... Where they in the, where they were in the SUVs? That, yeah, that's a good point. And the kid was like, obviously the kid wasn't even scared. Yeah, she was a little bit in the back. She was a bit scared. Like, like, dude. But just, the SUV, like, I think the SUV. It was just ridiculous. Yeah, dude. I, think the S, ridiculous. I think the S. I think the SVU SVU chase scene towards the end. I thought that was a lot weaker than the chase scene in the beginning. Like, I really liked that chase in Italy in the beginning with that car and the. And I don't remember that. Uh, the, you know, in the beginning when they, when they first. The Aston Yeah, yeah. When there's yeah, the Aston Martin when they're still in Italy and he has the, the guns and they're trying to kill him. Oh like, yeah. That yeah. whole chase scene with that I liked way better than say that. I think the SVU uh, the board it was the, the SVU part towards the end of that SVU. was more like boring and like not like that first. Yeah, chase it was scene. boring. It was kind of like completely like literally they could have like saved a lot of time and they could have just cut. Whole. They could have just cut out that whole. Yeah, that whole fucking scene was ridiculous. Like, if the guy wanted... If all he was trying to do was kidnap the girl, the kid, and her mom... It was just... Dude, it was way easy. Like, he literally just had all these people die for nothing. Like, if he just wanted to... He literally could have just shot out the fucking tires. Jesus Christ. It's literally like, take a fucking gun, shoot out the tire, and disable the vehicle, or shoot the engine, you know, shoot the engine... Disable the vehicle. It's not that hard to right. disable. But, but of course, because it's a movie, they have to go through all these theatrics. Right. Basically, just to make it. I'm like, dude, did, what is yeah, that? What true. the hell, that's man? You had a helicopter. That's true. Right. You couldn't. You couldn't just. I, I did want to tell you uh, towards the end of towards the end of the movie. Well, right, actually, the last in the last few minutes. There's a quote. I know you, can, you yourself couldn't remember the quotes at the, at the time right now. But the one quote I like towards the end. The M said in the eulogy. M said to the eulogy of Bond. It was actually it was actually a quote from a um a Jack, a Jack London quote because yeah. and, and it also connects to you to you um Jack London. I'll get to it. I'll get to Jack London. To you only live twice. 
It was uh, the quote, the, and it, because you only live twice was a quote that happened about supposed if Bond did die in the you only live, you only live twice novel. And also, by the way, the plot with Assassin in this movie, the deadly evil plants and stuff, was part of you only live twice. And also, some some fans think that Saffin was like a new updated version of Doctor No from the first movie. Uh, I some people say, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Okay. Right. So that's how that all connects. But then the quote then again that he says with the Jack London quote is. Um, I'm not going to read this. He only he only said the last two lines, but it's a bigger paragraph. But like the last two lines he right. said was like, um, uh, the prop, the proper function, the proper function of man is to li- is to live, not to exist. I, I have to look it up again. I, I did it earlier on and stuff, but I like that little quote that Mem said to to like to represent Bond with that quote. The proper function of man is to live, not to exist. I shall not prolong my days in trying... I, I'm butchering it. I, I say it better when it's right in front of me. But that line I'm said for the eulogy, but again, it's like... The, you don't know what I'm talking about, but it's... Do you know what I'm talking about? I know Yeah, you just saw it. You just saw it just now. But yeah, that. Yeah. And then, then, then they end it with that song from On Her Majesty's Secret Service, You Have All the Time in the World. Like, they had that in the beginning and the end. Yeah. So, like, the beginning and the end bookmark each other, just like with your favorite GoldenEye. GoldenEye bookmarks each other, too. If you if you watch the thing I sent you, that link about that Philadelphian username guy, he shows towards the end of his review, at the end of 30 minutes, how, like, the end of GoldenEye, with what they were doing with the climax, at the very end, with different things in there, connects to the beginning of GoldenEye the same way. And both movies kind of do that in the beginning and ends of, like, bookending each other in ways. You have to, again, you have to rewatch all these movies to get all that. Yeah, yeah, I really want anyway, to, yeah. And I know, as you said, you you said you had to review some of the uh, Sean Connery and like Roger Moore stuff. Dude, yeah, I really have to. But like, like I the one thing understand. when he kicks, like when he did the kick towards the end with that blonde guy, that was an homage to Roger Moore doing that in Four Eyes Only. And then um, uh, some fans may say that like in, that 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 Safin is an updated version of a Doctor No. But I like to think of Safin as his own character and not okay. Doctor No. But right. um, yeah, some some fans thought that Safin was weak. Um, my number. You didn't. You didn't. Again, for different. for different. For, di- for different opinions. For different opinions, you didn't care. What? Yeah. For, go ahead. I'm for, for different opinions, you didn't really care for um um uh, uh Silva. I actually really like Silva. You didn't. But Wait, Silva again? Yeah, from Skyfall. You didn't really care for Silva. I did. So that's different. Well, I don't know who that is. Oh, Skyfall, the villain in the Skyfall, the, the his the oh, best third yeah, movie. The Where, and yeah, so I have it like Silva. I have it like Silva, and then and then Lashif as my top two. Oh, then okay. everybody else is all kind of kind of weak or so, as far as villains right. are concerned. Um, I liked your interesting opinions about what you thought about the Cyclops Eye guy. I thought you thought the way you said you didn't really like him, and but then the eye thing with it. So it's like I thought Cyclops. It was interesting because Cyclops was in like almost as many scenes as, as as Bond. Like Cyclops, they had in the very beginning with Italy, and then they and then and then in the science stuff, and then in and then in Jamaica, and then in Cuba, and then in like the like like they literally put that guy in like yeah. all all parts of that whole story, which I thought was interesting. Uh, you said you really liked the movie. Was there anything specific that you really did not like about the movie? Well, I already told you. Oh, you already told those. Okay, so yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to think. Like, you don't. It's too 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 soon to remember seeing it too much. Is there anything about the movie discussion that we haven't already covered about it? Uh, how does it relate to the other movies? Like, what? Who the hell was Blofeld? Explain oh, okay, to me. Like, Blofeld. who was Blofeld? And okay, here's my here's my. I, I, that's a good point. That's a good question. Here's my problem with that. 
when Sam Mendes come back to do because Sam Mendes directed both Skyfall and Spectre most people thought Skyfall was better than Spectre which is probably the case for the most part um, so in when they introduced Blofeld in the fourth movie supposedly this is what because they okay Blofeld in the, in the fourth movie Spectre what I didn't like is they the fourth movie of Spectre pretty much retroactively retroactively like messes up what happened in his first three movies Casino Royale Quantum and Skyfall I'll give a few examples Quantum I thought okay in the Quantum the second movie Quantum is the new Spectre and it's going to be the Quantum the whole thing but then in the fourth movie they introduced oh Spectre all along and that Quantum was just a subdivision so that again that makes no sense because they weren't planning these four or five movies out ahead of time make it more make more sense that's one example the other thing is retroactively Silva even though you may not like Silva in Skyfall, to me, he seemed like his own boss, his own man, that he was doing everything he was doing to Bond and M in Skyfall. But and then again, with Spectre, right after, they made it seem like retroactively, Silva is like a sub-boss under Blofeld. So it's like they're retroactively changing things about Casino Royale, Quantum, and Skyfall, those first three movies, just to say, oh, I'm, I'm, I had you all along, Bond. I had... Uh, I had Vesper and M die. I I I was I was pulling the strings, which yeah, is totally yeah. retroactively right. messing up anything that happened in those first three movies. That's uh, why it doesn't okay. make any sense again, because Inspector with Blofeld, everything from those first three movies he did to Daniel Craig in the first three movies was all retroactively changed just to fit that fourth movie to have the fourth movie tie together the third, which is why when they did the fifth movie for Daniel Craig, that's why No Time to Die had to connect so much to Spectre with bringing Madeline and Blofeld back in that previous movie Spectre. 2015 like mm. they, they they tied themselves into a corner because the writers and producers pretty much they didn't have a plan to have a like they wanted them all to connect unlike other movies because the first 20 don't really connect to each other so again it's just like with these Daniel Craig era stuff they were trying to like do their own thing up from, from those first 20 movies and make it so different which is why at the end of each Daniel Craig movie Outside of that fourth one, Inspector, he never ends up with a fe- he never ends up with a female in those first three. He's never gonna. It's like he's he, he's like you know he's he's like an assassin, like you said in Casino Royale. And then Daniel Craig was like, um, th- that's another quote I liked with it. He was like, uh, she was like, um, I'll have you killed. Blah, blah, blah. Well, and, and then he's like back to her. Well, I'm, well, well, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing. I, from what I understand. Double, uh, something about having a short life expectancy. So when people like get to rewatch Casino Royale again and that M scene in her in her apartment when he's like that, well, from what, from what I'm aware, um, Double O's had a short, whatever, short life expectancy and then and she ends up dying at the end of the third one. He dies at the end of this fifth one. It's just like, oh wait, what I was saying was I'm getting too sidetracked with my thoughts. Okay. In the Daniel Craig movies, outside the end of the Spectre, you know, she's in the car with him, but like, Every ending is different. Like, see, when the end of Skyfall ended and he's talking to M in the office, I'm like, all right, they're finally going to have a real mission. He's Bond after the end of these first three movies. Let's have a real mission in the beginning of the fourth movie. And no, I'm just pissed off at it again from doing the mission, the, the Mexico City job. So it's like, they really don't have all this thought out more clearly with everything. It's just, you, know, you know what I'm trying to say with all this? Mm-hmm. It's just like... Okay, that's why in Bond 26, whenever, hopefully, hopefully it comes out in 2025 and not 2026, but who knows? We, we, the way they, they make these longer gaps now, it may not even come till 2027 or whatever the case may be. But like in a Bond 26 where they're going to do a hard reboot, um, I don't know if they're going to bring back Q, QM or QM or Money Penny in the new one. They'll probably do a hard reboot, maybe recast it or something. But they should get a younger actor that's, that's able to commit to 10 to 15 years, have him be like, like, no more than the early to mid thirties of an actor cast, and and just make it more fun because the Daniel Craig make it more fun because the Daniel Craig um the da- the Daniel continue that a little bit lower please uh 
the uh, the Daniel Craig movies are very like um, depressing kind of. They're kind of like Bond's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be those f- turned out, baby. Those first more, those, more, more, a lot. Those first twenty movies were kind of if you know they were fun and and and. and the only, in my opinion, the only Daniel Craig one that I really like the most out of all the five for sure is is Casino Royale, which if you like in GoldenEye, Martin Campbell both directed GoldenEye 95 and Casino Royale. Like, mm-hmm. Casino Royale was so good. And then after Casino yeah. Royale, his latter four, just like his latter four after Casino Royale was just like, uh, mm-hmm. so, so what do you think about all that? Dude, I don't know. I'm so tired. We might have to finish this early. Uh, go ahead, because I'm exhausted. Okay. Uh, like I said, I got to catch up on these movies and understand. Why did he have this this beef with Bond? Why did Blofeld have this, like, obsession, this, like, uh, that's a good grudge? Question. Yeah, that's a good question. Do you know why? Like, that's what I'm trying to that's understand. Why Why, why did <laughs> Do you know or you don't? No, know? I'm not I'm really sure. I don't know. Yeah, okay. I don't know. No, it's a, maybe it's another person that's seen it. I'm not sure. Okay, that's why I have to. Like I said, I keep saying I, I have to like rewatch these movies a bunch of times to really understand, or like just find out the plot so I can understand this better. Okay. Um. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. That's all I have right now. I'm okay. tired, so we can we can end, or you can keep going. All right, that's fine. So everybody, um, Ilya's a little bit tired right now, so we're going to end this part two now. I think we pretty much, in the one and two parts, got all of our thoughts and opinions out pretty well. I think, uh, I think, that, I think these, these are recorded pretty well with his thoughts and opinions and my thoughts and opinions. Yeah, yeah, um, I just thought that, um, he basically said his me because it, because this was just his first view. Because because he just said because this has only been his first viewing scene and hasn't seen a second, third, or fourth time. There's a lot of questions that don't again parts of the story don't make sense again with Blofeld and Safin and all that kind of stuff. But I think overall you would say you really you enjoyed it. Are you pretty pretty high level enjoyment level? How would you grade? How would how would you um just think just for a first viewing because we know we haven't had a second, third, second or third viewing yet. If you had to if you had to from from the first viewing only if you had to grade or rate grade or rate it. Uh, how would you grade or rate this movie? I would, uh, I would say out of five, I would, I would oh. give it like a, almost a four, but not quite a four. So Are we like talking like a three, three point eight out of three, three, five. three and a half, three and a half out of five stars? Three point eight stars? Are we talking about stars or what? Yeah, like three point eight. Three point eight out of five stars. Yes. Okay. Like that. Okay. Yeah, and not quite a four. Okay. That's a, and that's the four. And that's the number star wise. That's the number star wise. And what kind of letter grade would you give it? A letter grade. Uh, I would say give it a B minus. B minus. Okay. And Ilya would give it a B minus. A three point eight out of five stars. Three point. I said it was on par with Goldeneye. Like, uh, yeah, it was. I mean, I, Goldeneye is like my favorite. Goldeneye is not a five. Goldeneye is a four. But it's not. A, it's just. It's I somewhat for you. It's somewhat under Goldeneye. Somewhat under Goldeneye. Yeah, it's just a little bit under. Yeah. So yeah, he's sure. three point eight about three point eight three point eight out of five stars and like a B minus for a letter grade and I think uh, I hopefully um, after he saw it a second or third time uh, he'll have more to say possibly but this is pretty good initial thoughts and opinions he had and um, he's really tired Ilya's really tired right now so we're gonna take a break and not talk for another podcast since he's gonna rest but um, hopefully um, no, we can do another podcast I just don't have any opinions on this one. Oh, that's fine then in that case directly after this one since we have both recently separate theaters separate times separate days got to see no, what I what I, I, I can, what, 
I'm sure all my Russian and Ukrainian I'm sure all my Russian and Ukrainian listeners can understand everything his mom is saying, but that's a whole other story. Uh, cuz I have no idea what's going on, but I only know a few words. Um, but um we're, we're, we're about to publish this one out and now in our third podcast together since we recently about, we've got to see and what I consider to be the much better and more entertaining movie all of our thoughts and opinions of a movie discussion of Top Gun 2 Maverick 36 years later very enjoyable I really think Tom Cruise is one of the last remaining real stars of Hollywood to really entertain the audience know what the audience wants so we're going to directly talk about Top Gun 2 Maverick next and I hope to see you there support your local movie theater so you support your local movie theater so that we Support your local movie theater so that we can uh, still see movies in the 2030s because streaming is just not because streaming is just not the same. Everybody dance and have a good time. Everybody dance and have a good time. One more time. Everybody dance and have a good time. This is friend and co-host Elia and Millennial Man Motions Entertainment LLC, LLC signing out till Top Gun 2 Maverick. 2022 summer blockbuster. Yeah. It's cherry. I don't have a strawberry. Just eat it.